Hello, and welcome to episode 19 of Light in the Dark, an unofficial Star Wars podcast about one man's hyperspace journey through the entirety of Star Wars canon, hopefully within the span of one year. I'm your host, the stormtrooper who dramatically covers my eyes every time they fire the Death Star right past my workstation, and wonders, where's OSHA? Dan McKillen. Well, um, glad to be back, back in the saddle, back on the podcast, back doing actual progress on the project. Um, I'm back. So I thought I'd start this week out with the project update. So the current goal for this moment in time is 1,002 items. That's where I should be. Uh, My current progress is at 1,066 items. That puts me 64 items ahead or approximately 18 days. Um, So with that said, uh, what did I enjoy this week? Well, it turns out a total of 41 items. Um... First up was a number of random items from earlier in the timeline that I'm currently functioning. Um, seven of them are, are, are those seven items actually all are comics. First up is the Star Wars Adventures: The Clone Wars Battle Tales number five. That's the uh, final IDW comic of that five comic series. Uh, it, it was finally released very recently. And then we have uh, some more recent uh, Marvel comics. These are all from the various 2020 series that uh, started being released this year. And, of course, again, they fall into queue for Marvel Unlimited users six months later or so. So uh, in the more recent uh, Marvel category, I have Star Wars 2020 issue number four, Darth Vader 2020 issue number two, Dr. Aphra 2020 issue number one, Bounty Hunters 2020 issue one and two, and The Rise of Carlo Ren number four. Then we get to the actual part of canon that I'm that I'm actively working in, um, and first up is uh, eight different comics. There is All Aces Battle Royale, Sector Seven E, Pest Control, and Destroyer Down, all of which are IDW comics, and uh, specifically the first three of those uh, are uh, stories set in Star Wars Resistance. Then we have four uh, Marvel comics. Age of Resistance comics, all of them. Um, those are those one-shot, character-focused comics. So you have Age of Resistance Finn, Age of Resistance Captain Phasma, Age of Resistance General Hux, and Age of Resistance Kylo Ren. So that, plus the other four, equals eight comics. Then we have the short story Bait. Um, it was fine. It is what it is. Uh, we have TV episodes this week. We have the Resistance Star Wars Resistance episodes 14 through 17. That's four episodes. Now, on that, I, I would like to comment a little bit. Uh, so, as I had said, kind of Resistance was not really, not really as impressive to me as some of the other animated works had been. I will say it is getting better. And I, I the thing is, I do enjoy the animation of it. I think it looks really cool. I just haven't haven't felt great about the actual like storyline and characters up to this point. I will say it is starting to get better. It seems to have real stakes going on now. Um, starting to care about characters. Uh, at the point I met, as we get closer and closer to the actual uh, time of, of uh, the Force Awakens, the relevance of what's going on and how it ties into what the actions the First Order is taking elsewhere starts to become more of a thing. So I'm definitely getting more into it as we're getting closer and closer to uh, to that time. Um, as far as other TV or you know video type episode things, um, we have Forces of Destiny, 
uh, two, two different videos for that, the Hapabore Hazard and Run Ray Run. Um, both of those were excellent side stories that uh, hadn't been covered elsewhere. And then we have six different Galaxy of Adventures shorts, um, all of which are retelling different portions of Episode 7. So we have The Force Calls to Rey, An Unlikely Friendship, BB-8, A Hero Rolls Out, Rey and Finn versus Kylo Ren, The First Order versus The Resistance, and Leia Organa, A Princess, A General, A Mentor. So... All of those, as usual, are the usual, very short, uh, very quick. Here is a here is a Cliff Notes version of those characters and situations and stories, and, and they 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 are what they are. They're enjoyable, and they're they're quick. So then we get to the uh, the time period of uh, as I mentioned. So those those Galaxy Advent of Adventure shorts, all six of them, are retelling Episode Seven. Um, the rest of the stuff from this week is also various retellings of Episode 7. I'm kind of right in the middle of that uh, section of, of time where there's just a bazillion different versions of, of that retelling The Force Awakens a million different ways, including the same way for kids of different ages, etc. So there were 13 young readers' stories in, uh, the, in, in, in my accomplishments this week. We have The Force Awakens read-along storybook and CD, just like all of the other read-along storybook and CD, uh, they they work the same way. Um, we have The Force Awakens Golden Book, which this one actually, I will say, it struck me that it seemed longer than some of the other ones. They're more wordy and for a slightly older audience. I don't know if that's actually the case as compared to the other ones uh, earlier for earlier movies or not. I probably need to go back and look at that. Um, then we have uh, stories Ray to the Rescue, Finn and the First Order, Ray meets BB-8, Finn and Poe team up, Finn and Ray escape, Han and Chewie return, Chaos at the Castle, and the fight in the forest. Uh, so I, I, if I remember correctly, pretty much all of those, except for the first two, that being the read-along storybook and CD and the golden book, are actually like leveled readers for young, young children, like level one, level two readers for teaching kids how to read. Um, and and as, as is typical of those, they are a little less wordy, a little simpler. Um, they gloss over some plot points due to the uh, assumed age of the reader. So instead of, you know, flat out saying that, you know, Kylo Ren stabbed his dad through the stomach with his lightsaber and, you know, shoved him off the catwalk or whatever, he's just like, uh, he's, he's not here anymore. He's gone. Okay. So, uh. Anyway, uh, they're perfectly, you know, simple retellings, etc. Again, totally repeating content, nothing new, uh, and, and targeted to a very specific age. The last three stories here are from the five-minute Star Wars stories Strike Back book. Uh, there's Finn and Poe team up, Mission to Maz, and the Fight in the Forest, which are different retellings, of course, for a young audience of of some of those moments from The Force Awakens. So, and that adds up. So you've got the seven comics kind of before the time period I'm looking at, the eight comics in the time period uh, that I am currently working, short story, four episodes of Resistance, two episodes of Forces of Destiny, eight epi or six episodes of Galaxy Adventures, and 13 Young Reader stories. And that adds up to 41 items. So I actually did get more done this week than is required for one week, so that's cool. A lot of them were short items, of course, so that's partly 
you know, how it was it was possible for me to do that. But uh, definitely made some progress. Felt really good about that. Um, I am enjoying this particular part of the timeline just because The Force Awakens of uh, all of all of the movies that have been released so far, I would say The Force Awakens is probably the one I'm the least familiar with. So having kind of those story beats repeatedly shown to me in various, you know, animated and or not animated, but uh, drawn and cartooned and screenshotted forms in some of these uh, younger readers novels or younger reader stories and whatever is refreshing that story for me in my head a little bit and reminding me the sequence of events um, since I again I've only seen the movie probably two times maybe three at this point I'm not sure exactly but um, so so that's cool um, and of course looking ahead I have more of the same more uh, retellings of The Force Awakens um I also have kind of come to the conclusion, as I've been talking about in the past, I am really getting to the point where I have a lot of, of novels and things left over. Um, and, and, and I have almost as much content behind me that I've skipped as I do in front of me that's remaining to be done. That's not quite the case yet, but we're getting pretty close. Um, I suspect that if I really put my mind to it another week or two of just you know, tearing through things at the rate I did this week, and I would probably run out of stuff that isn't novels and video games, um, which is okay. I mean, that may be that may be the approach that I take, uh, knowing knowing that those things are going to take some time. And I am still working on uh, a novel. Um, it's the youth novelization of Episode Four. It's just taking a little bit of time. Um, actually, probably will finish it tonight after after finishing this podcast. As a matter of fact, uh, but of course that it'll be part of next week's. Uh, com- completion. Anyway, uh, definitely feeling better about the project, better about where I am and everything. Um, I also also started spending some more time on on the actual underlying project that is part of this um, that I haven't really mentioned or talked about in any recent time. So one of the things, that, obviously right now I have the project spreadsheet, and that's something that I can keep updated relatively easily, hand off to somebody and say, if you want to do Star Wars, all of the canon, you want to do it in order or you want to do it in, in you know, uh, and I don't even say in order. You could do chronological order, but in any order, however you want to organize and sort things. Um, and having having now gotten this far, um, I, I will reserve my final judgment on this on this topic until until the very end of the project. But I do believe I don't actually recommend anyone do what I'm doing the way I'm doing it. Um I think the jumping around between the different types of media, uh, even though it's following chronological time periods in the story, there's so few areas that are really tightly interwoven. I mean, you know, Star Wars Rebels has some of it, um, and there's other moments that do too, but it's not... Throughout the saga, there's a lot of just large gaps between events, and so just because you read something and then the next thing you read technically takes place after it and the thing after that's bef- after that doesn't really mean it's a great approach. Um, I've been trying to give some more thought recently as to what what is the best approach. And I think at the moment there's a couple there's a couple different possible ones that I might recommend. Um, the first one is, is something like. Uh, 
as I had mentioned in the beginning, I think anything like this probably needs to start with the with the movies. So that's one possibility. Is you start with the movies, then take all the different things that you want to actually go through. So you know, Marvel comics, IDW comics, um, the leveled readers, the little golden books, the five minute Star Wars stories, stories, um, the. Galaxy of Adventures, Forces of Destiny, the various TV series, all those things. Pick out the individual things that you want to do out of those. And then rather than do them strictly chronologically and doing everything chronologically, actually just take one topic and and run it to its completion. So uh, because of how some of the IDW comics are kind of targeted and how they how they work, I feel like I might have gotten more out of them up to this point had I actually just sat down and read the entire run of Star Wars Adventures from the beginning, issue one, all the way to issue 39 or wherever they are now. So um, I think that rather than, because those are those especially are sprinkled throughout the timeline, uh, and you get one here, one there, especially in the earlier parts of the timeline, you get one here, and then you know a week or two later you'll read another one. Uh, they're starting to come a little bit, more often here, but still, even those, I mean, they have stories, some frequently two stories in, in each issue, and those stories are split across uh, different points in the timeline. So, you know, I've been literally splitting those stories out too, so reading the portions at the time that they happen, but I'm not even sure that totally makes sense. Um, I think there is something to be said for for chronology but i also think that there's something to be said for actual real world chronology and that meaning the actual time that these things got released so that's that's um that's one you know possible approach is start with the movies then go back take all the different things you're going to read or watch or whatever and go through everything of one particular category and I, and i separate like the marvel comics and the idw comics from each other in that so if you're going to read all the Marvel comics, maybe you do read them chronologically, uh, or maybe you don't. Maybe you you have cases where some of these jump forward and backward, like the Star Wars uh, 20, 2016 comic series. I mean, there it's the, if you look at it strictly chronologically, you're reading some of the some of the uh, like I would say it's like seven, eight, and nine issue those those issues issues seven, eight, and nine or something like that. You're reading those very early uh, and out of context with the rest of the story that that they're framed within. And even though they're telling a story about something that happens earlier, I think almost starting with Star Wars 1 and reading all the way through to Star Wars, you know, 67 or however however far they went before they, they stopped and then restarted with this year's series. So I think that may be still a better approach to kind of get the things in the order that they were released. Um yeah, that so that's that's kind of where I'm I'm leaning with with some of this. The other possibility, um, and I think there is some merit to this, is is actually starting and doing all of the visual works. And to be clear, in this case, I mean the movies and the TV series. I don't mean um, the uh, I don't mean the Galaxy of Adventures. Uh, necessarily certainly you can enjoy those but because they are all rehashing other stuff uh, i don't think it's as as uh critical that that be and would be included necessarily or it's not and certainly putting it in chronologically with the other stuff doesn't make a lot of sense but if you started at the beginning let's say 
and you watched episode one, and then you watched episode two, then you watched all of Clone Wars, you watched episode three, uh, Solo, Rogue One, episode four, actually, excuse me, so, Solo, Rogue One, um, actually, and before Rogue One, you would do Resist, or excuse me, Rebels, you would re- watch Rebels, then, then Rogue One, then uh, uh, A New Hope, Episode 5, Episode 6, Resistance, or at least the portions of Resistance that take place up to uh, Episode 7, and then, because they are, those are interleaved with the new movies pretty, pretty, uh, more, more clearly, whereas, you know, all of Clone Wars takes place between Episodes 2 and 3, except for those bits that overlap with Episode 3 at the end. Um, and likewise with Breath of Rebels, it all takes place before um, Episode 4. So, really, before Rogue One. So, I think I think there's some merit to doing all of that with just all the visual, like, f- film, TV works, you know, uh, you're in, and also including uh, the new series as they come out and, and uh, the Mandalorian, all of that. Like, I think that would be, you know, doing a chronological t- television viewing or t- movie and TV viewing. That could be an interesting approach um, that could be done. And then the kind of like the third the third way I'm thinking about is the one I've talked about a couple times now, where I think it would be very interesting to do some studies of some specific characters or specific threads that carry through the whole series. For those though, I don't think you need everything. I think you would you those would be very focused on whichever specific uh, threads you wanted to pull. And in in honesty, um, for me, if I were to design that, and I, and I am looking at that, uh, reviewing that, trying to understand how I might go about doing that. Um, but I, the what thing I'm the thing I'm seeing and the thing I I've been considering is, you know, is it possible to be to in a reasonable amount of episodes of things and and not having to watch everything, is it possible to design a more clear abridged version of everything that hits the high notes, you know, definitely hits all the movies, hits those elements of Clone Wars that are strictly important to understanding and filling out some of the, some of the other things. So filling out what order 66 means and the chips and the, and the clones heads, giving you a little bit more background and understanding of who Ahsoka is, why she's in the Jedi order, how, why she left, um, those sorts of things. Uh, following the thread of uh, the thread of Darth Maul from the very beginning of his story to the very end, because of course that is one of the ones that spans the longest time. Uh, similarly, massage of interest. So, so my question or my thought here is, if I took just the movies and those elements that are required to tell those specific stories um, to create kind of a a set of character studies for the core set of characters that make things happen in the Star Wars universe. And I would make the argument, um, as much as I love Rebels, that probably that would be left out largely. Or most of it, it, it that is not uh, specifically related to the Darth Maul saga probably would be left out. Um, and again, you know, little bits and pieces with Leia and Lando, if you were going to pursue more about here's all the places Lando appears, that might be another one that, that could be interesting. Although I don't think he really has that heavy of a presence. And there's he's not that important to the story, I don't think, for that to really make a lot of sense. Um, 
But with that, the, with that approach, it would not just be those works. I think there are cases and examples in comics and in novels and other things where the, those characters have relevant, uh, relevant storylines and things. And actually, there is another one from, from Rebels that I think might be a worthy character to pursue, and that is the governor of Lothal, uh, Arinda Price. Uh, because she does have, I mean, she's kind of in Rebels, and she has her little bit of her storyline, or she's around all the time. But really, the important stuff about her the set, to set her up actually takes place in other media um, takes place in the Thrawn comics, the Thrawn Thrawn uh, novel. Uh, I believe there is another novel about some of the things that she gets up to at one point. Anyway, there's just a lot of there's a lot of content about her that she could be another one that might be interesting to follow. Um, so anyway, that, that's that's a thing I've been thinking about. But anyway, um, when I started this project, I said, okay, we've got the spreadsheet, but ultimately my goal is for you to be able to go onto a website and say, okay, here um, is a list of everything that's in Star Wars, in canon. Here are the things I am specifically, personally interested in consuming one way or another. Mark those off, add them to a list, and then here is how I want to sort them. And provided a variety of different ways to sort them, including customly putting them in whatever order you personally want to put them into, save that order, and then give you the ability to mark that, that off. And then alongside that, the ability to, to easily get to links to like, okay, you want this book? Well, where can you get this book from? You know, those kind of things. So anyway, that that was one of the things that I have been, since the beginning of this project, I've been thinking about. Um, just to make it easier and to, to simplify the understanding of it and honestly give people a resource. Because, I mean, Wikipedia has been great for this project in a lot of ways, but it really uh, has not been the cleanest thing to work with. The actual list that, that, you, that I've been using of theirs uh, of what's in canon and, and how it exists, it's changing constantly, and it's very hard to keep up with those changes because there's so many items in canon. Um, it's very tricky to, to go, oh, this has been added or that's been added or, or whatever. And, and, and indeed, ultimately, what's going to have to happen when I reach the end of the project is once I've done everything I know about, I have to go back to their list and look through all 1,290 whatever at this point items that are listed in their their uh, document and compare it to mine just to make sure what what am I missing, what has been added since I've been going through this. So, um, yeah, providing a, a way for people who are interested in doing this or even a subset of it or, or figuring, you know, finding out what interests them about Star Wars and be able to track it and follow it and mark it off as done. I think there's some some value to the providing that. So uh, all that to say that I've gotten back into digging into it in more detail and trying to think about how that would be designed and how that would work, how to interface with it, how to sort it. All of those things, and it's a lot of it's a lot of boring computer sciencey data structures kind of things. But it's work that has to be done on the front end of this to make it work and and useful. I think so. That's that's what I'm doing. Um, and the, in in recent months, I have discovered other people have gone and done the same sort of a thing, but uh, almost exclusively, at least the ones I have found, it's always been here as a list. Here's the list in the order that I want the list to be in. Here's links to go buy the products, and that's it. Um, 
and I would like something a little bit more robust, something that, you know, not just a, not just a reference tool to where you can go look at the list, but where you can actually set goals and, you know, track them. So that's kind of where that's headed. Um, I've finally gotten uh, enough of a, it's been bothering me in the back of my mind for a while. I've wanted to do it, and finally I, I spent some time on it, and I'm continuing to work on it. So hopefully I'll have some good news on that topic in the next month or so uh, with information about how to start kind of going in and getting into that. And I, I don't plan to write the whole thing all at once. Um, there are certain elements of it that I think are more important than others and things that can be added later feature-wise that, that I still think should be there but don't have to be there on day one. So I'm not going to let uh, perfect be the good of good enough for now. So uh, that's kind of where I am with that part of the project. Um, I'm actually really excited about the possibilities there. Uh, and, and, and then, you know, also looking forward and thinking again about what I do next. Um, I've, I've had some more thoughts about that. I'm still trying to decide exactly what I want to do. Um, and, and when we get closer to time, closer to, you know, when, when this is going to, when, when I get closer to finish the project, I will revisit that topic in, in a later episode, but, uh. In any case, um, so what else is going on this week? Well, uh, I've got uh, the rewatch of Star Wars Rebels that I'm doing with the family. Uh, it's quickly approaching the end. So we are now at the point where there are seven episodes left, and that's it. Um, and the way those are kind of divided is... Uh, I mean, we're in the middle of a... the, the Basically, the rest of the series is all one major plot thread. But uh, specifically, we're in the middle of an arc, and the episode uh, following the one, or the, the episode that we're about to watch is probably one of the most impactful of the series emotionally. Um, I won't say what happens for those of you who haven't watched it yet, but suffice it to say, it's a, it's a huge deal. And then we have another impactful episode, and then we have two more really amazing, intense, impressive, just... Blew, blew my mind the first time through episodes. Um, and so the, that's kind of the next four. And then three more after that to round out the series that are all, they're all both, they're all three really good too. Um, but there is kind of like a break between the, the storyline in, in a sense or a division between those parts of the storyline. So the reason I mention it is so, like I said, I've been watching this series with the wife and kids, but the kids don't always have the attention span for it. And I've had to make the decision because um, uh, I Alice is getting into this story pretty pretty heavily and wants to know what's going on and is super into like what's happening like it's 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 firing on all the cylinders right now for her in a way that I I was hoping that it would. Um, it's really exciting for me to see someone else getting the enjoyment that I did out of this. Um, so anyway, we reached that point. And there's so much density of plot and things going on and so many emotional moments and all of that stuff. I don't think watching this for the first time with the kids is going to be a great experience. Um, I still want to do that, but I also recognize there's going to be a lot of stopping to explain things and a lot of various... I mean, there's just a lot. It's going to be messy. Um, so in the name of, of having uh, a better experience for Alice with this first exposure to this uh, part of the story. 
we're actually going to watch the next four episodes together, um, just the two of us, sometime soon, before uh, we watch it with the kids. And I don't know about the three after that. I haven't quite decided if that's as necessary. Um, I don't think it is. I think there's still a lot going on in them, but it's not as it's not as intensely necessary. I think that we take that uh, separately and 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 do that. So it, it's uh, it's pretty crazy to think. You know, I had never even watched Rebels or knew anything about it, and you know, a couple months ago, and now I've watched it almost twice. And yeah, coming to the end of that journey a second time, um, it, and it's hitting very different this time. I will also say, so obviously going into it not knowing really much of anything about what happens in the whole series, there are a lot of subtle details and things, threads woven throughout the whole series. There's a lot of references. There's a lot of things that seem to be just throwaway that don't seem to matter, and it turns out it all does. Particularly this last season, I mean, really the whole season is all one solid block of things that you need to care about. And that all relate to the same thing and the same set of circumstances. Every it's it's just it all ties together with a neat bow, and it's it's amazing. But the first time through, you don't necessarily know that because you don't know where it's going. You don't know the significance of the things that are happening earlier in the season. So on second on second viewing, I'm really having my mind blown by how incredibly uh, just just intensely good. All this stuff is um, the the whole uh, different animals of Lothal between the Lothrots, the the Lothwolves, and the uh, little owl thing that's associated with Soka, Ahsoka. All of that, those creatures and how they tie into the characters in the story and what's going to happen. Um, yeah, it just it's it's something else. It's it's really good. Um, so I'm, I am looking forward to the next, probably by the time I record next time, we will have probably watched those four episodes and I think it's going to be a really great experience. Um, and I, and I think it will be the same for Alice as well. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I, I, there is few things I enjoy as much as sharing something that I really enjoy, like a, a movie or a TV show or a video game with somebody who really gets it gets what it's trying to do in the same or hits them in the same way that it hits me um so i'm definitely excited to see what her reaction to it is and uh that's about it um my plans for uh this week are to continue working through the the list of things i expect that will probably get me through uh the end of the episode seven uh retellings into some of the stuff that happens between episode seven and eight and then uh, probably into some of the Episode 8 retellings. I guess we'll see how it goes, but that's my guess at this point. Anyway, it's uh, it's been a good week for the project. I'm feeling really good about my continued mo- momentum. Uh, looking forward to some of the stuff I have on my plate to go through next. Uh, and I think it's going to be a great week. I hope your week is as good or better as well. Thanks, and I'll talk to you next week on another episode of Light and the Dark. Oh, actually, while I'm while I've got you, one more thing I forgot. Um, so I've obviously been doing this for a while now. This is episode nineteen. Um, I've been publishing more or less every week for about four months at this point. Um, 
I would really, really, really like to, for people who would be interested in this podcast to see it. And up to this point, I've not been doing a lot to, to make that happen. Obviously, I've been posting into Facebook and telling friends I know that would be interested in it about it. And some of my friends have been telling friends of theirs that they know would be interested as well. Um, but if I really want to have an audience, I need to start doing more to, to do that. And so I'm planning on doing some things to try and uh, attract attention and, and all of that. Um, but a thing that you can do as a listener of the show, and this is hugely, hugely helpful, is on whatever platform that you... First of all, if you, if you are a listener to the show and you haven't subscribed... Um, in whatever podcast player or website or aggregator that you use, um, especially I, the Apple uh, podcast, uh, uh, <laughs> whatever that environment is called, uh, if you could do me the favor of subscribing, first of all, uh, so that it's marked off on their systems as showing, hey, this is something people care about, it's more likely to show up in other people's search results, uh, particularly for the topics that are covered on the show. So that's number one, is if you could subscribe, that would be amazing if you are a listener of the show. Second thing, though, if you could do, is if you have been listening for a while, I would love it if you would go out and leave me a uh, rating, and uh, it, it could just be, you know, a number of stars, and that's it. Um, or uh, even better would be an actual detailed review, um, your thoughts, your opinions, uh, what you liked, what you didn't like, all of that stuff. Um, that also will help the uh, podcast aggregators figure out who my audience should be and start, you know, putting it in front of them. So that's that's two things. If, if you could do those things for me, that would be absolutely fantastic. Um, I've been having a good time doing this project. Uh, I hope, and based on some of my stats, it looks like, you know, I have a pretty stable set of people that are listening fairly often. Um, and I appreciate you all. Um, I thank you for indulging me in this. Um, and I, and I hope you've gotten some enjoyment out of it as well. Uh, but I, I do, I do want to get this to more people. I do want others to see it and, and hear about it and see if it's their cup of tea or not. And it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea and that's okay. Anyway. Uh, so thank you all for your support and encouragement. Um, thank you for, uh, spending the time to listen to me blather on about Star Wars every week. Um, I hope you all have a wonderful week, and I'll see you back here in a week with more details about what I have done in my journey through Star Wars canon. 